0: Hello everyone. My name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today on the show we're going to be talking um, to those of you who are entrepreneurs, who are in business or even in your career where you feel like you're not quite getting the results that you want um, and there could be something holding you back. And so my special guest today is actually going to um, go into those dark places that maybe we're not aware are there that are actually holding us back from the success that we really want. So um, please help me in joining my special guest, Lloyd Burnett. How are you, Lloyd?
1: Oh, I'm doing really well. And I love it when you say dark places. That makes me seem so dark and twisted. But I love the dark, you know? I feel like it's so important. We concentrate on the light all the time. It's time to go to those dark places.
0: Exactly. Well, if we don't go through the dark places, then most of the times we don't realize, well, first of all, we don't appreciate the light, um, but we don't realize that these are the things that are holding us back that we kind of suppress, um, and we don't realize how they are really playing out in our life and, and really holding us back. So um, so why don't we start, uh, first of all, with your story and your background and how you got into doing what it is that
1: you do. Okay, great. So my story and my background, there's a lot to it. Um, uh, so right now I work with mainly entrepreneurs, people who want to, uh, create a better life for themselves, uh, and, and want to do it from a spiritual perspective. And I got started on this journey, um, because I went through a lot of my life. Um, I learned a lot of things about myself from my childhood. I, my father was addicted to crack and I picked up these daddy issues, these abandonment issues, these I'm not good enough issues that I thought that I had dealt with for a long time until I tried to start a business. And I realized that I had all of this strategy in place, I was doing all of these things right, but nothing was working, nothing was happening. According to everybody, everything was going right until I realized that I didn't think that I was good enough. And I started tracing back this feeling of not being good enough and, and thinking that people are going to reject me and, and leave me. And uh, and I realized that it went back to a lot of issues from childhood. So um, I'm a person who has gone through a lot of uh, dark moments in, in my life, and I'm a person who has begun to shine the light in those dark moments to to, to squeeze all of the juice and the gifts of those moments out and and completely transform the way that I'm living right now. So yeah, I've been through uh, quite a lot that I wouldn't change for anything because it's made me the person I am and, and that has come from embracing those parts of me.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And if we didn't go through those, those trials and tribulations and go through, you know, some of these soul lessons. Um, we wouldn't become the person that we are and then we wouldn't be able to step up into this better version of ourselves and be able to do the purposeful work that we do. So um, so in a way I'm glad that you went through that but um, but let, let me start uh, originally with uh, with you becoming an entrepreneur. How did you know that there was something that was between you and the success that you wanted to create?
1: Well, I knew that there was something in between me and that success because nobody was showing up to my door. Nobody wanted my help. Nobody wanted to hire me for services. And also I knew because I was procrastinating a lot. Um, There were so many opportunities that I had to do things, but I would come up with a million excuses of why it wouldn't work right now. I had this lack of clarity like, uh, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know if I should do this or I should do that. I had something that I call shiny object syndrome, where it was like, I have this idea and I follow that. like a, you know, and then I have this other idea and I follow that. And so nothing was falling into place, even though I felt that I was doing everything right. And so that's how I realized that maybe it's not the strategy, maybe it's not the marketing plan or the business plan that I have done. Maybe it's something a little deeper, maybe it's something else that wants my attention and once I started asking questions to figure out what was going on, the doors just opened up and the answers were revealed.
0: Right. So, if there is an entrepreneur or someone who is struggling in the business that's watching this right now. What are the questions? Because for me, I think it's all about the questions. So what are the mm. questions they should be asking themselves to delve deeper into what 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 could be holding them back? Exactly.
1: Yes. And and you're so right. It's they the saying, you know, the answer lies within the question. That's that's what that means. The the answer is the question. So the questions that uh, you can ask yourself is if I have uh the, hundreds of clients, if I'm speaking uh, to stadiums full of people, if I'm selling my book, if I'm on Oprah, whatever your goal is, whatever your intention is, um, ask yourself, if I have that, I'm afraid that. And then you'll start to, to understand that there are things, there are parts of you that don't want you to be successful because being successful could mean that there's more opportunity for people to criticize you or to reject you Or a big one is being successful means um, not having the time to spend with your family. Or being successful means having a lot of money and not having to say no to people who want to, to, uh, to, to borrow it from you or take it from you. So many times entrepreneurs will say, you know, I'm not afraid of being successful. I'm not afraid of getting on Oprah. I'm not afraid of those things. Those are the things that I want. You, your logical mind, your adult self may not be afraid, but there's a part of you that learned that those things are scary. There's a part of you that witnessed something, that experienced something, that learned a story about yourself, that you're not good enough, that if you get out there and more people see you, if you become successful, they'll discover your secret. They'll discover that you feel that you're a fraud. They'll discover that you're not good enough, and and then everybody will know. So there's a part of you that protects you from all of that success. So you can set all the intentions that you want. You can make vision boards out the wazoo. But if there's a part of you that is absolutely terrified of that, your intentions are going to be blocked because it's protection. It's a protection mechanism. This part of you is protecting you from a perceived pain in the future. And so... That's why everything, that's why you engage in these self sabotaging thoughts, um, decisions and behaviors.
0: Yeah. So what you're talking about is some really deep-seated subconscious programming you know, that we've picked up. I mean, for most of us, we picked it up when we were children and sometimes we picked it up quite innocently because of the way our five-year-old version of ourselves witnessed a certain situation and the reactions of the people to it. We go, oh, well that means that money must be bad because that's how you know, my dad was talking about it or whatever. Um, so we're talking about really deep subconscious you know, programming here. How do, we, how do we weed this out? How do we you know, bring this out into the light of day so that we can actually deal with it?
1: Mm. You know, that is, that's the million-dollar question right there. And everybody believes that it's some, like, really difficult process where you have to go to therapy for years and you have to do blah, 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 and it's just, you know, really difficult, when, in fact, it can actually be very simple. Um, it's basically just listening, allowing yourself to discover the parts of you that believe these things about yourself, that believe that you aren't good enough, that believe that you are a failure if you don't have money, that believe that um, uh, people could think that you're a fraud because whatever reason, allowing yourself to see those parts of you And to listen, that is one of the biggest steps because many times we don't allow ourselves to see those parts of us because we think that those parts of us hold us back. We learn that we have to do affirmations that we just say, I am seen, I am heard, I am loved, I am good enough, I am the best, when there's a part of you that doesn't believe that. And so what do we do? We hide that part, and we just try to focus on moving forward, and we just hide this little part of ourselves that's like a little child, and we say, you're not good enough. You're not good enough to get any airtime. We want these thoughts, these positive thoughts. So the first step is allowing yourself to discover the part of you that thinks you're not good enough and listening to that part of your the story that they have, how they learned that they weren't good enough. And when you begin to listen, you'll see that there is a lot of emotion that is attached to to that story. There are lots of things that that part of you wanted to say and feel in that moment, but didn't feel safe having those feelings because maybe your parents couldn't handle your emotions. They would say, like my father, he would say, if I cried, he would say, I'll give you something to cry about if you keep on crying. So I learned that those emotions, I got to bottle them up. They don't go anywhere. They, they stay there, and they begin to fuel your thoughts and your decisions and your behaviors. So the second part is listening. Um, the first part is listening. The second part is allowing yourself to feel those feelings. And the third part is nurturing yourself. So teaching yourself a new truth, showing up for yourself when you're triggered. You're always going to be triggered, all right? And so when you're triggered, allowing yourself to show up for yourself and ask those questions, what's going on? All right, I feel this way because of what? All right, and this goes back to when giving yourself that intent and giving yourself that loving, unconditional uh, compassion in that moment is so much more powerful than just affirming yourself, just sitting with yourself and listening to the story. So it's a very simple process of listening, feeling and showing up for yourself, and
0: that's it. Yeah, yeah. Then that's the thing too, like when we, we can sit long enough and keep asking the questions, um, and you know what, for me I find it's easy when I write. You know, I can ask the question, I might do like a little, you know, meditation or just do something where I just sit still for a little while, be very quiet with my thoughts, then I'll, you know, come sit down and they'll ask the question, so that's the first thing I write on the page, and then I just write and just see what comes out because i think too and and you know i'm sure that you, you know, tell me what your experience is with this that once you understand where it comes from it's like instant liberation
1: oh yes it's like once you're you're willing to see the truth you know the the i don't know if it's a bible verse or whatever the truth shall set you free so once you allow yourself to see the truth you're free that's 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 it. Uh, everybody always asks me, okay, I, I see this. Now, now what next? Enjoy your freedom. <laughs> that's what's <that's laughs> what next. <laughs> Sit in this freedom and continue to show up for yourself and see the truth in, in every moment because when you're experiencing a moment that's uncomfortable um, or dissatisfying, it's because you're not allowing yourself to see the truth. Um, so, for example, with with money, people set the intention that they want to, to make a million dollars, but they don't have that million dollars, and so they feel very uncomfortable and dissatisfied. Well, the thing is they're not allowing themselves to see the truth. They're not allowing themselves to see the truth of why they want that million dollars. The part of them, I call it unsupervised manifestation, the part of them that is trying to manifest a million dollars to be sexier, to be to have more power, to get your parents' approval, to do all of these things. The part of you that is trying to use manifestation from a place of lack. Once you allow yourself to see that truth that you're trying to manifest a million dollars to buy love, to buy power, to buy whatever, then you get set free from that discomfort and that dissatisfaction from not having what you think you need to be worthy enough.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think too it's like once you start to answer one question and then you get the answer, um, but it, it doesn't seem to, you don't get that relief or you don't get that liberation, I think then you need to to keep, uh, keep going. I think a lot of us look at the symptoms, the stuff that's on the surface and goes, Okay, well, this is not happening for me because, um, you know, I I, you know, I have this, you know, thing about people being arrogant so I can't do business with arrogant people, for example. But then the question is, so that's the symptom and you acknowledge it, but then the, the next question is, well, why? You know, why do I have a button on this? Why is, why is this an issue for me? So then you go a little bit layer deep and a little, little bit layer deeper. I said, because I think a lot of us just focus on the top and then we forget and then, you know, so so is there a process of different questions that you get people to ask, or is it just, just for them just to keep going?
1: Yeah. it's. Uh, I would say that that block with the question begins to, to set in when we don't allow ourselves to feel what is going on with the answers, when we don't allow ourselves to feel all of that bottled up, accumulated emotion. That's scary. It's like we'll ask the question, and we'll fill it in, in our gut, and it's just like, okay, Question asked, question answered, move on. What's the next question? When, what actually wants to happen is you want to fall apart. You want to experience all of those emotions that you wanted to experience in the moment you were told you weren't good enough but didn't feel safe uh, experiencing. That is the key, allowing yourself to fall apart. We have this idea that you're weak if you um, express emotion, or that uh, you can't take care of people if you express emotion, or that people will doubt you, or whatever story you have about your emotion. The the most important thing is allowing yourself to falling fall apart. Give yourself that space to have those emotions that you were told. Um, That weren't good enough or you shouldn't be having. If you find yourself asking a lot of questions and like, what next, what next? Connect to your body and listen to what is going on in your body. Listen to the stored emotions in your body. Your body holds your entire story. Your body holds all of your emotions. You put your attention on there and listen, it'll come up and it'll come up in a really uh, intense way if you allow it to. And that is what it provides the release that is that that provides the relief it's the release of all of the energy because those emotions they don't go anywhere they just get stored in our body and when we're willing to allow those emotions to release we set ourselves free
0: exactly and I think what the scariest thing is is that you know if we have a bit of an inkling that it's connected to something from our childhood um, remember we have developed a whole bunch of coping mechanisms so that we don't have to feel that emotion because when we were three or five or six or whatever age we were because it was it hurt us so badly we don't ever want to feel like that again so we put these coping mechanisms up and I think what makes us so frightened is that when we think about it or go, go close to there It's the three-year-old's emotion, the three-year-old's version of that emotion which was so intense for us at the time, um, that's what we're scared of. But as an adult, you kind of logically look at it and go, well, okay, so I feel scared or whatever. So, like I feel sad, so, you know, it doesn't seem like it's such a big deal, but I think it's because it's the, we're going to go back to the five-year-old's version of it that makes it so scary.
1: Yes, yes, you you are so right, and and it's like when I do this work with people, um, and and I have them observe their m- emotions, and uh, and I have them describe their emotions, and one of the the words that always comes out is that it feels very old. It doesn't feel like it's from right now, and that's true. It's all from back then. Uh, it's not from right now. It's a very old emotion that has been pent up for a long time, and and yes, it is uh, a bit scary to to look at those because we feel like we're going to get lost in those emotions from 3 and 5 and 10 and 15 years old, but um, if you allow yourself to, I call it the nurturing parent, to have a nurturing parent with you that supervises the whole uh, process that keeps you safe throughout the entire process, then there's no way of getting stuck in those emotions. They just release. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So Lloyd, uh, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been a, like a very deep, awesome conversation which I knew it would be. Um, so if people want to like, connect with you and find out more or maybe work with you, how, where, where can we send them to do that?
1: Are you serious Natalie? We're at 15 minutes already? <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: I told you. like
1: like that. It's blown by. Goodness. All right. I've got so much more to say. <laughs> if you if you want to connect with me uh, I have a free gift for you actually I'm doing a free training where I'll take you deeper into this uh, process of parts work this uh, very powerful therapeutic process of parts work to clear abundance blocks to interrupt self-sabotaging patterns and to uh, begin consistently attracting that abundance and that prosperity that is your birthright so you can uh, find this training at my website it's lloydburnett.com slash webinar, and I believe, Natalie, you have a, a link for it that's going to that's gonna show up, so it's L-L-O-Y-D-B-U-R-N-E-T-T dot com slash webinar.
0: Awesome. So guys, if you're watching this video online, you can actually click the banner to the side. If you're watching it on the app, you can click the banner underneath this video, and it'll take you directly to that site. So thanks again, Lloyd. It's such a pleasure talking to you today.
1: Thank you, Natalie. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks, darling. Now, guys, I encourage you to share this video. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Uh, Also make sure that you leave your email in the box on this page so that I can send you the Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. It's actually valued at $87 and I'd love to send it to you for free. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously and love without limits. We'll see you soon.